Hello and welcome to our very first live episode of Football Talk Podcast. Uh, if you've never watched our episode before, my name is Ozzy and I'm with my co-host Sid. How's it going, Sid? Yes, very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Where do we begin? Oh, <laughs> Where do we begin? Oh, it's going to be a long one for me, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as angry as I was on the weekend, to be fair. Um, was you angry, though? Like, huh? Was you angry, though? No, I wasn't angry. To be fair, like, because obviously I was speaking to you um, on in the on the evening, and I didn't watch yeah. the game live, so you were literally giving me updates. Obviously, I thought you'd be in a good place, but you were just taking this, <laughs> weren't you? But, uh, so yeah, seven two. Um, I want to say I was angry, um, but the reactions yeah. that I saw online was just like a bit over the top. Um, it was just one of those games where everything fell fell apart. Like, not one single player had a good game. Uh, I think maybe Par, um, Robertson, or maybe Salah, because Salah scored a couple of goals. He had a decent game. But, yeah, it was it was just an awful, awful game. So, obviously, I had to watch it back. If I wasn't doing a podcast, I wouldn't watch that game at all, if I'm honest with you. Um, <laughs> obviously, I have to do it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Imagine watching yeah, it live, then. I know I can I was literally seeing people on Twitter just pulling out their hair and just people smashing their TVs and turning off the TV or whatnot. It was just yeah, it was crazy. So yeah, I don't even know where to start, to be fair. It's just one of those games where to get three deflected goals, it's just mm. bizarre itself. And the way we defended was just shambolic, literally. That is the word to describe our defending. Um I think I've highlighted in our previous episodes, I think Gomez isn't on form at the minute. Um, can, can I ask, do you, do you yeah. think he is going to come back or this is what Gomez is about? Because No, no I think it's it's a, it's just a temporary kind of dip in form right now. Because um, mm. over the last two, three years, he's been very solid, very consistent. So I don't actually know what to point out in terms of why he's performing like this. Mm. But yeah, it's just, it's just a weird one. Uh, we've got <laughs> we've got a comment already from in the art. I'm with you on that, Mo. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Get him out is what I say. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, it was just you know what? It's funny, but you don't be surprised if you see like um like a minority Liverpool fan saying, I'll oh, get Klopp out because a lot of fans were unhappy that we didn't sign a goalkeeper on the last um, transfer deadline. Um, but do you, do, you, do you think you need one? I don't think Adrian's the the kind of calibre of a goalkeeper we need. And mm. sometimes it's funny because when you have a second-choice goalkeeper, you mm. they don't tend to play that much. But Alisson, for some reason, doesn't have the best um, record when it comes to injuries. Last year, he missed... I believe like eight, games. eight to ten games as well. Um, and then he had a suspension as well. Mm. Plus, this right now, he's he's been he's injured for another two months. So is it two months? He's off for, yeah, he's out for two months. Sorry. Eight weeks. Sorry. Sorry. No, but the thing is, Adrian did well last year, but at the minute, because every time Adrian plays, he's mm. not performed well or he looks a bit shaky. It kind of reminds me when we had Minile as well, like you'd never feel confident with him in go. So that's the kind of vibe that Liverpool fans are getting right now as well. So, but he's better he's... than Carrius, though. So, oh, uh, is that is that hard? <laughs> you're better than Carrius. You don't even play football anymore. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we've got in a with another comment. Am I the only one who start starting to see some arrogance within the Liverpool players? I wouldn't quite say arrogance right now. Um, you might be getting it from the fans before before mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, but it's a new season, so for me, you can't really, you know, have that arrogance right now. It's a, it's a even playing field right now. So for me, Liverpool haven't performed really well this season. We've had a couple of good games, but we're not consistent. Our defense is an issue right now. But I think it's just one of those things where it's a wake up call as well at the same time, in terms of how we're playing. So I'm not alarmed in terms of thinking, oh, this is how it's going to be for the rest of the year. It's just for me, it's just something that's going to take time. Maybe next week being an international week might help in terms of what well, to be fair there shouldn't be any international football but that's another argument for another day but um but yeah maybe a little bit of breather from the squad will help everyone 
But do you think that um, I can see what Inyat's saying though, because I'm not saying there's obvious arrogance, but I do think that there is this air about them where they think not invincible, but you know they've achieved so much. So for them, you know, they probably didn't go into that game thinking it's going to be anything. Yeah, I can. But I can, this I can, season, I will think and say no team is going to be easy, and you were, no, we're seeing that as well. It's literally, it's literally, well, and he asked, literally just said what I was about to say. It's an open, it's open for everyone mm. this year because I think you, you've seen it. Re- like, obviously, we'll talk about Manchester United in a minute, but they lost in similar fashion as well on Sunday. Hey, and hey, we hey. Let's see who lost as well to Leicester. My yeah. friend, you're going to have to talk about your team. As well. It's not just about Liverpool today. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's just, it's, I think for me, and I think I said to you, off, to you offline as well. It's, it's the crowd that's a big factor as well right now in terms yeah. of teams aren't like pumped up the way they used to be when they play you know so mm. it's a big big deal I think and Liverpool are kind of used to having the crowd to kind of either cheer them on or you feel that pressure as well at the same time but it's a weird season if I'm honest with you um, it's not the season for defences goals are being considered left left, right and centre and also we had our issues last week regarding the handball so that's another factor that you know you should take into consideration that there will be a lot of handballs, not penalties this year as well. So yeah, yeah, it's just for, for me overall that was just yeah. It was, it was even watching highlights was bloody awful. Uh, <laughs> honest with you, uh, the it, goals were just like. But I, listen, I don't want to take anything away from um, Aston Villa. I think the way they played was the perfect game plan to get that victory, and also. You know, you do consider factors that we didn't defend well, but that's coming from a Liverpool perspective that we didn't defend well as a team or um, our defenders. We didn't really track back in certain places. We were pressed quite highly as well. Our, our defence was so high. So there's a lot of factors in terms of why we didn't perform well. But at the end of the day, Aston Villa put that pressure on us and they delivered. And they had a number of shots. It could have been more than 7-2, if I'm honest with you. So, it, bro, it, it should have. Watching that game... I'm yeah. not even exaggerating. 9-2 minimum, it should have been. Yeah. The chances... And, Alice, to be fair, Adrian saved you on a few... Well, one occasion, but um, yeah. it, it should have been a lot more. Yeah, they had plenty of chances, to be honest with you. Plenty yeah. of chances. So, in the arts, just made a comment saying, <laughs> we signed Cavani, <laughs> Trevor coming our way before he goes this season. Don't know about that, mate. Don't know about that. But let's go on to Manchester United. Uh, give me your views on the match. How do you feel? Can I have just like three, you, four minutes? You... Listen, the, the floor is yours, as they say. Take as long as you want as to what you want to say. Please, because this everyone needs to hear this because this is just... We need to break it down, yeah? This isn't anything... Sorry? I said, I'm going to sit for my drink. You, you can... <laughs> This isn't even a surprise anymore. That's how bad it is. Mm. The thing is, yeah, let's talk about the match and then I'll get into other things. We scored first, yeah, within two minutes. Normal United, old United would have either pressed on, went for that second goal, attack, attack, attack. The momentum's with them. So everything's in their favour, yeah? This United, a minute, two minutes later... I see them scoring, conceding a goal with the Maguire show, which we're going to talk about in a minute, yeah? I don't even know why people to this day are still talking as if he's going to deliver anything. Yeah? He's 80 million. I I'm was naive. Because the way I see a lot of fans say, they believe the hype. But, but what hype, though? I don't know he, what the hype is. This is the problem. We, we're basing it off a few games at the World Cup where he did well. And his price tag, but the price tag doesn't define the quality of a player. Let's be honest. It, 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 it doesn't. Be the best player in the world right now. He'll be the best goalkeeper since Buffon, my friend. <laughs> and I'm telling you, yeah, this Maguire, we're not going to get anything from him. He's lucky because he's our captain. Yeah, that's why he's invincible at the moment. Because we've got that, excuse my language, that idiot Solskjaer managing the club. Yeah, that's one thing. But in the world and all that, mate. What's going on? I'm not Ferdinand, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not Ferdinand. He's the one that hyped it to this extent, and now look what we've got. What I will yeah. say, 
let's talk about the game. Yeah, Martial reacted wrong. He shouldn't have done that. But we were, listen, Tottenham were in the ascendancy from the offset. As soon as they got that goal, Kane and Son this season is going to be a problem. Yeah, our defence, I don't even blame, um, uh, what's it, uh, Bailly. Because for me, he's still getting up there and injuries have prevented him. So maybe he's not as free-flowing as his first season. He has to be a bit cautious. But who, Bailly? Mm. Yeah, 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 I still rate him. Would, He's probably our best. If he was fit. 100%. To the extent, I'd rather have Bai and Lindelof as our partnerships. Bai and Lindelof. <laughs> really? That's, that's, this is how bad it is. This is how bad it is. You know, if you look at the whole performance, we're putting Matic, yeah, to sit in front of the defence. Mm. Matic, he's, he's 33. What are we expecting him to play all games and deliver? It's not possible. Then yeah. you've got people like Greenwood, Rashford and Martial. Listen, I hate it pains me to say this, but we ain't free-flowing like Liverpool. We aren't interchangeable. Mm. You can't take Rashford and put him in the middle, in the right, and hope that he will deliver the same as if he's on the left coming in. For me, he's not even that good on the left. Do you see what I'm saying? Like Greenwood, put him up top. I don't know why we're doing this nonsense where we think he's going to become a winger. We're wasting time. But at the end of the day, the whole thing comes down to Solskjaer. You know, I was talking to some of my boys separately and they were just saying he doesn't prepare for matches the way he should do. He will keep the same team as if he's playing Aston Villa for 40 games. Yeah. Not knowing you've got to play Man City, you've got to play Chelsea, you've got to play Arsenal. You can't then play the same formation and the same teams because you're comfortable with it and hope that we can do um, counter-attack football. It's not going to work for every every game. Yeah. And this is my thing, like not not to like drag this on, but I do think that Solskjaer is the problem now. Now? <laughs> now. No, no, no. He was a problem, but I'm trying to be positive and, you know, support the manager where possible. No, say how it is. Don't need to be diplomatic. <laughs> say how you feel. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> no he's, old, you need to say how you feel. He is a waste of space. Yeah. yeah? I am done fed up with this guy. He is beyond useless. Yeah. And thank you, Inia. He is beyond useless. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I was singing and screaming that the board nonsense, they're preventing us. We're not progressing because they're not buying this player. Mm. Buy Sancho, buy Kulibali. We will still be rubbish. That's saying <laughs> something. No, no, no. It's, yeah. it, it breaks me to say, no. yeah, but we'll still be rubbish because, like you said, He's not going to take these players and motivate them or even make them more tactically aware or mm. tell them this is what you need to do. This is how you need to close down the play or press here, do that. Solskjaer, yeah. just when do you see this guy get off his bum? Mm. In a, he's there just looking like Gollum, as somebody would say, like depressed, like someone's like stolen money from him. And he's thinking, how am I going to get that back? Yeah. You know you're not going to get that back. It's gone. Mm. I think we've got saying? Graham Sooness on our line. He wants someone to talk about Pogba. <laughs> Pogba, Pogba. I think he's just coasting at the moment. He's coasting. And do you know why he's laughing you? Because he's he's not talking about his contract situation. So he thinks the fans are with him now. He thinks that we're on his side. And he thinks yeah. now that there's no pressure from his Mino Riola, whatever that guy is. Yeah. Like let him yeah. play his football. My friend, you're another one. You're wasting time. You're getting on my nerves now. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't done everything, anything. I don't know what he does. I don't know what his position is. I couldn't tell you the last effective game he's had for us. Yeah. Cause effectively he's coasting. We've mm. got Van der Beek. Sorry. What, what, what are you doing? He's not even starting Van der Beek. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? For me, Van der Beek and uh, Fernandes are probably more similar. Do you see what I'm saying? But you're not going to drop Fernandes because there's a chance in every game we're going to get a penalty. 
and that's the only way we're going to score. Oh, that's the promise. It's not even a. It's not even a chance. <laughs> there you guys going. Do you see what I'm saying? And I just think it, it, it's going to pay me to say this yet, and I'm going to say this now. But the way we're playing, we're not a top four club. We're not a top yeah, six club. We're a top half club. No, 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 we're top ten club. Mm. Well, if you like, look at other teams right now, they've strengthened so much, which we'll talk about later on in the show. But yeah. a lot of teams have strengthened dramatically this season. So there's no literally we, we made predictions earlier this season, but we might have to retract some of our predictions because the way some of these teams are performing right now, even oh, it's Aston Villa beat Liverpool, but even the matches if you watch prior to that, you can see mm. there's some, and you know Barkley as a signing is one of the top business deals, I think, this window. This, yeah. That acquisition is going to make great strides for Aston Villa. Yeah, I think he will. I think he will. And their striker, Watkins, I was saying he to you, good. his movement... Mm, he looks good. And positioning, nah. Yeah. He's going to be a problem. Because that was my concern for Villa. That's why I had them um, as part of my sort of relegation um, list, because... I didn't see where the goals were coming from, but at the time they hadn't signed Watkins. I'm not retracting. I'm going to stick to my guns in terms of what I predicted. No. But, but yeah, Watkins looks like a top signing. I know I watched watched him briefly uh, last season as well. You know, playing alongside Ben Rama as well, who, who's another top player. Um, surprised yeah. no one went for him. Yeah, I was surprised as well. To be fair, I thought Palace Palace were heavily linked with him, and so West Ham. So I was quite surprised in terms of why no one recruited him, but. Speaking of transfers, we can go into that straight now. Um, so, who do you think has been the best signing? Um, I would say on paper, because obviously we're only four weeks into the season. Who would you regard as one of the best signings so far? Or who's done great mm. business? Mm, it has to be Thiago. And for me, it's Thiago all the way. Like, that's probably the game changer with everything. Yeah. And I said to you a couple of weeks ago, you don't look like you strengthened your squad because you hadn't. Yeah. And even if you didn't get um, Jota, just mm. by getting Thiago... It's a big uplift, <laughs> isn't it? It's a, it's a massive. It's like bringing in Messi for me. Okay, let me not. Okay, like it's yeah. going to be controversial me saying that. But Thiago is just different class. Yeah, agreed. It's just different, different class. And he brings... <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't a technical glitch. But um, I, I think that, it, for me, I'll, I'll say three names if that's okay. I think um, Thiago, uh, James. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, well, they just got him yesterday, but I think Partey will be a really good addition. Mm. Yeah, yeah what about you? To be fair. Um, so just a comment from Andrew Lewis here. Asking me, mm. what do you need to pull to improve on the 70? Uh, we can't do anything right now, to be honest with you. Windows gone. Um, just have to regroup and just move on to the next game. But I did want a centre-back, and I've voiced that quite a lot in the last uh, few episodes. Selling Lovren and only having three centre-backs with two of our centre-backs being injury-prone is a risk. Um, obviously, Fabinho can shift into playing as, as a centre-back, but yeah, for me, it's a... It's, uh, it's a missed opportunity, if I'm honest with you. Does that uh, worry you? It doesn't worry me because the way Fabinho has played in centre-back, he looks assured, but it's not his favourite position. So I think, do you know what's funny? We're in October right now, but the next window is in Jan. Mm. So we're not too far away from the January window. So we mm. could like recruit players or the whole Premier League could recruit players further down the line. So I think there's yeah, a lot of love for Thiago. about... Thiago's only playing one game, so which is true. But if you watch Thiago, especially as a Bayern Munich player, you know he's he's been amazing. He's an amazing player, you know, with unbelievable ability. The, someone made a comparison to me the other day. They were like, "Oh, he's a mix of Alonso and Coutinho." For me, that's kind of like a good description of how to describe him, as he's so skillful. Mm -hmm. But the passing range that he provides, it's just out of this world, in my opinion. So, yeah, that's a good assessment for me. Yeah. Partey. Partey is a big shot, though, to be honest with you. I think Partey is. <laughs> <Sorry. Sorry. laughs> 
That's legendary. <laughs> I mean, that's the comment of the day so far, too. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, I yeah, like that. Like, I think me and you spoke about him a few weeks ago in terms of him being like a like a game changer. I think he is a game changer for Arsenal. For me personally, I think you've highlighted saying that you think Arsenal will challenge for top four. At that stage, I didn't believe they would. But now having party in the team, I think it changes the kind of the, the scope of the top four challenge now to be honest with you mm, mm. I, I think um I, I mean i said this before they got parte but i think this just you know puts a stronghold on that statement in the sense that parte is just for me he's probably one of the most well top five in that position in the world yeah so for arsenal to get him that's a big statement there is a big statement you know, 45 million. Obviously, they left it really late, didn't they? So, mm. doing it right in the last minute. But yeah, I think I think that's a good signing for them. Uh, I think they were trying to get Owa, but that was a bit unrealistic. I think I think Leon are very difficult to negotiate with. Um, so, how do you say uh, his name? Uh, is it Olas? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you. <laughs> no, why are you asking? Right. <laughs> Um, but he's like a, he's like a French um, Danny Levy, where you you can't get a bargain from a from a Tottenham player when you're trying to buy them, are you? So yeah, he's very difficult to negotiate. So I didn't see that happening, to be honest with you. Ganosaurus um, <laughs> was the one that got away. I don't know if you heard, Sid. Ganosaurus has been let go. He's no longer there. I think there's a lot of Arsenal fans that are distraught with that. Um, you can talk to me afterwards if you want to. <laughs> that's a that's a big blow. 27 years, I think it was. 27 years, yeah, exactly. Well, Mayor Rahman thinks Arsenal are coming first. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> that's a good statement, young man. Uh, <laughs> Pretty easy. That's my love. Yeah, that's a that's a big statement. Um, they will still have no depth. They will struggle to get top four and have decent Europe. Top six. Uh, who's that regards to Tottenham or? It must be Tottenham, to... yeah. It must be I Tottenham, Tottenham, yeah. Yeah, quite well, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I think Tottenham's going to struggle this season. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I think, I'll be honest with you. I think Tottenham, Everton have recruited well. Those two definitely stand up for me. Uh, yes. So Tottenham have recruited well. Mm. But uh, long term, I don't think for the duration of season to have that run of results to get them into that top four position. Mm. And that's purely basing it on Mourinho's style of play and something something will go wrong in that changing room from now to the end of the season. Yeah. Yes, Spurs have strengthened massively, yeah. They have, definitely. I think, and I've, I think they've strengthened in the right areas as well. Left back was always a position that they never really had. A, they they had Davis, who's a, who's a solid player, but he was always injured. Rose for me has been missing for, for a number of <laughs> number of years. Not to be rude to him, um, it just hasn't. Is he still there? Oh, is he still there? No, I'm asking. I, swear, I thought he's gone to I, Newcastle. I thought he's linked to an Italian club. I don't know if that move actually happened. To be honest with you, let me check. Let me check. Yeah, have a look. Harry Redknapp said it could be there. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that on the Sky Sports yesterday. That's a. I think Harry hasn't been checking the latest signings over the league. To be honest with you, um, mm. I think people are just looking at Bill, thinking that's the Bill that from seven years ago. He's not the same player. Let's be honest. So, oh, so Carl has just confirmed Rose is there, but he's got no squad number. So he's probably training. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just sitting in the canteen, disturbing uh, Daniel Levy when he's having his cup of tea or something. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's just getting he's trying to get his minutes for Amazon the Amazon yeah. show, isn't it? <laughs> he was entertainment though. The way he just walks into the office. Yeah, I need to talk to you, mate. I need to talk to you. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I like that. Bold. He's very bold. Like, I've never seen a player actually doing that. Like you think, oh, someone might do it, but or doing I thought it'd be a bit more professional, but yeah. He was that like, knock, mm. boom, sat down. Yeah, I don't like what you're doing, mate. I'm gonna mm. talk to Daniel mm. now. Daniel like his buddy. <laughs> To Daniel now, <laughs> it probably go way back, isn't it? Yeah, trust me. Yeah, he's a he's a bit of a character. 
Um, but yeah, on to signing. I think we've highlighted some signings here and we've talked about mm. clubs. Which club do you think has done the best business? I think it's Tottenham. Tottenham mm. and Everton. Everton. I would probably give it to Everton. Everton. If I'm yeah. Uh, just I think, because I wasn't yeah, yeah. expecting the signings that they made. Allen shocked me. I was not expecting him to sign Allen. That, that for me, would be the game changer. Mm. Like, Hammers will get all the, you know, bright lights and, you know, back 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 papers and, you know, but I think Allen will be the one that will make the huge difference in that midfield. Yeah. He will. He's like that Mascherano type. Just clean it up. Break play. But also, he can play as well. He's not just like one of those destroying yeah. kind of midfielders. He'll, you know, he's got good technique on him as well. So, the Kure is a good signing as well. Box-to-box player. Yeah, yeah. Very difficult to play against, and he scores his number of share like share of goals as well at the same time. So, and Hammers Rodriguez, expecting much from Hammers Rodriguez, but he's shown some good signs, isn't it? Oh, you wasn't expecting much. No, because like I've seen him play for like Bayern Munich and Real Madrid in like, the last few years. But you know what it might be? It might be a thing where I feel like for some players it might be a thing where playing in a team where they're regarded as the man of the team, like this, the star, they perform better. Whereas if you play for a Real Madrid or if you play for Bayern Munich, you're one of many. So you're not highly regarded in that team. You don't feel that support or that extra kind of, that, that sort of extra attention from the crowd, yeah. from the manager. So, yeah, I think, I wasn't expecting, like, you know, put my hands up there. He's doing really well, but obviously he's a long way to go. Uh, but yeah, he's been, and you know, he was actually free transfer. I found out he actually was free transfer. You know, he was. Yeah, because um, so normally when you sell a player, you get um, there's normally sell-on clauses as well, and he's had that from I think for Porto and his Argentine Argentinian club Banfield, I think it is. Probably not pronounced it properly, but yeah, um, mm. they said we never received any money, so that basically says a free transfer because originally I think they was planning on Real Madrid to pay half of his wages but they came to agreement where they paid 20 million but that's basically to cover those expenses rather than it being labelled as a transfer fee so it's technically a free transfer it's a weird setup, but yeah so well done to them that's, that's... but it's a good deal at the same time but that's it? cheap in this this climate yeah yeah not replacing people do you know what that's a fair point Carl I think if they had recruited a good goalkeeper, even they were linked to Gazaniga, for me, the decent player. So, because mm-hmm. I was impressed. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention Ben Godfrey, they, who they signed on transfer deadline day. I'm sure you know, so I'm, a, I'm a fan of his. So, yeah, he's a good mil. player, good young prospect. You know, they've, think... they've literally recruited well throughout the team. And that if they had a good goalkeeper, I think that would have made a big difference. But you, I think what Carl's saying is true, you know, because Pickford, you can really see the errors he's making in that team. Yeah. And you it's know, consistently and, making these errors as well. Yeah. It's not like the one-off game where you're like, oh, you know. He's but I don't, I don't, I don't see the hype with him, if I'm honest with you. I never saw the hype with him. No, me neither. Me neither. To this day, so I don't know why he's Yeah. Num- well, number one, let alone just saying anything else. I mean... He shouldn't even be in that squad. There's probably three or four keepers better than him. And you think some of a Blues fan? No, I'm not a Blues fan. Just trying to be neutral. I'm listen. I'm excited for our Merseyside derby next week. That's is going to be a fire. Yeah, the next. I think it was our next fixture, definitely. So I'm excited about that. But you know, you have to, you have to be honest and you know appreciate what business the other clubs have done. And I've been impressed. I didn't see them signing those kind of players. I'm not sure they're going to challenge the top, but. They're not a bad shot for top four, you know? Yeah. Let's see. I mean, the clubs, these type of teams always start well. Mm. But it's the late, latter end of the campaign. Can they keep yeah. up that momentum? Because they've never been in that position, mm. you know? So, you know, it's a sign of two champions, how they cope. I mean, Leicester did it. So there's there's a... Listen, I genuinely believe it's going to be one of those seasons where you're going to see lots of goals, and you're going to see so many unpredicted score lines as well. Do you think the lack of crowd will contribute towards that then? I think so. There's a lot of teams that 
not rely, but the, it feeds off the energy to the team. Like Liverpool, we're known for our, you know the support of our crowd, where it gives us that energy, it gives us that motivation to go on and score. Or even when you're defending, it's like it dispels. They like they we label them as our twelfth man, so it's a big factor. Um, I think it will, to be honest with you. Like some players, it might benefit them because having a crowd may have put added pressure on them. Maybe if they're if they've signed recently to a club and they've only been part of um, the setup this year, it might help them to settle in a bit better. But it's, I don't know. It's, it's like I still stick to my guns in terms of not to be biased. I still believe Liverpool will win the league, but it's not. It's not going to be like last season where we practically won it during Christmas. It's going to be a thing where I think literally the top four will be mixing and matching throughout the, throughout the year. It's going to be that kind of season, and there's more challenges towards the top four. So it wouldn't be straightforward as previous nah. seasons. But... Nah, so who do you think will finish second and third? Well, Andrews just asked, what's your honest top four positions if all players, best players stay fit? I'll let you go first. Okay. Still go with Liverpool at, at top. Mm. Man City? But I'm mm. not, I'm not co- entirely convinced by them, but I'll say Man City. Um, mm-hmm. mm, this is a tricky one. I think I'll go. I don't. I don't think I did this in my prediction when I started this when we started this season. But maybe Tottenham and fourth okay. is between United and Everton. You know, oh, really? I think it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I might. I don't like neither teams. To be honest, I don't really want to pick. Um, hey, my friend, just put United there. Keep it simple. Let's, all right, <laughs> let's let's put, let's spice it up a little bit. I'll go for Everton. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about United actually, because you signed four players yesterday, right? Yesterday, for a total five. Yeah. Five? Who's the fifth one? Remember, so we got Van der Beek, we got Cavani, oh, we got Tellez, then we got the two young, two youngsters. But um, before we do that, let me just give my top four because um, it'll be quite easy for me. It'll be Liverpool, Man City. I'm gonna go for Everton, and then Arsenal. Yeah, Lawson oh. has just said so far is the most open. Yeah, I'm. We've been saying that early on. I, I definitely agree with you there, mate. It's, it's a crazy season. I think we'll we'll witness this year. Uh, Carl's given his predictions. He thinks Liverpool, Spurs, City, and Arsenal. Arsenal In that order. Interesting. Interesting. I think Arsenal will make it. I honestly do because of Partey. Like, I think they've got it. Top four. Hmm. Andrew believes it's Liverpool, City, Chelsea. Oh, I forgot about Chelsea and Everton. I'm not expecting much from no. Chelsea from most of you uh, this year. At all. I know, I know they've bought amazing players, blah, 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 but kind of the same situation with United until they have Ole. For me, they've got Lampard. who's not up to that standard. I don't think he's going to get the best out of those players. Oh, Andrew said he's joking. Spurs. So I'll clear Andrew's mm. a, a Spurs fan there. But... Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see Chelsea. I think Chelsea will finish fifth or sixth. I don't think even Lampard will end the season. Wait. And that's actually uh Carl's just asked gone by Lampard. Christmas. Uh wouldn't be surprised no. honestly. Um I I, I would that, I would probably have said he, he would have been given until end of the season. Um but it yeah. depends where they are positioned at Christmas. If they're like sixth or seventh, he's gone. You can't spend I believe they spent two hundred and sixty million this window. So you can't spend that kind of money. I don't care if you've sold Hazard and who's the other guy? Murata. I don't know how they got 60 million for Murata. But anyways, mm. obviously they had that money saved because they had the transfer ban last year. But regardless, that is a lot of money and a lot of players to have signed as well. Players that will take time to gel because none of them were Premier League players. Mm. So for me, it's it's a bit of a tricky one to be honest with you in terms of how he's going to do. But to say before Christmas, I, I don't personally think before Christmas, I don't see him doing well, but I think they knew what they was getting from Lampard. 
Yeah. Like, he's inexperienced, but he's got that nostalgia. He was Chelsea's he's most decorated. Little... He, he's arrogant. He's, he's arrogant. Is he arrogant, though? No, no, no. But he, you got to think he's cut from a different cloth, isn't it? He, what cloth? For him, no, 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 no. He, and it's not to sound bad yet, but he's, he thinks and sees himself as one of these emerging LB managers. Manager. He sees himself. I'm not saying he is, but yeah, he no, picked himself. You, you got to appreciate there's Gerard, there's Lampard, yeah, there's Even Scott Gerard Parker. Like, they can't really talk in that manner. They were elite no, players. No, no, no. Yeah, elite players, but he's trying, they're trying to get to that level. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm talking old players that are now managers. So there's that group, Scott Parker, you know, Perlo's entered that, all of that. But Lampard, for whatever reason, you know, he's seeing how he's been as a player and he demands that respect, which for me is nonsense. And I know I was saying that he is good when he was battling with Klopp, but... No, but he's been with every manager now. So yeah, that's, that's not what I'm cool. saying. And this is the problem. Like, he needs to, like, nip it in the bud because you're not going to get respected like that. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? You, you know, you're not that good. You're not that great. Even Solskjaer will put him to shame, you know, and that's saying something, you know. Well, to be fair, I'll give him one point. He was like, oh, I'm not going to say that to Roy Hodgson, but I think if he did say it to Roy Hodgson, you got some serious looking to do in the mirror because that would be a bit ridiculous bullying an old man like that, isn't it? So, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see so he, He's got respect at least then, isn't it? Well, yeah, some man of respect, isn't it? But, but yeah, so Cavani. For me, I told you off it. That's a terrible signing, in my opinion. Terrible, terrible signing. He's not been that. To be fair, I think obviously we've been friends for a long time. I've never rated Cavani, and you know that as well. I've never seen him as an elite striker. He's a decent striker at best, but and playing in the French league is not really like difficult either. Let's be honest. Got a lot of players that go in and score a number of goals, but. For me, he's never been a lead. He's never really been someone that I would regard as one of the best in, in the world at any point. And to sign him as a 34-year-old, let's be honest, you're paying him 200k a week. So is that an indication that he'll be starting every every week? That's not that's not a, a salary for a backup player, now, is it? Uh, it, it should be. Mm. Like... <laughs> I think, Would you, you want know, him to be your main striker? That's no. your opinion. I think he's an upgrade for Igalo, but he should definitely not be our main striker. No, 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 but that's what, but I have to put it like that. He's not going to challenge Martial because this was just hamper Martial's development. And for me, yeah. Martial's done enough to warrant the position as our number one striker. But yeah. what you're saying is 100% spot on. And I know we spoke off, off air, but... I'm not 100% happy with that signing. For me, it represents... Look at this guy. Say it again. <laughs> You're like, this is the best thing since my friend. My friend, don't... Please. <laughs> please, it's not that party, yeah? Like, um, Cavani, he's a striker, a good striker. Like, we can't deny that. But what I'm saying is, is that it's a step backwards for us because... We was clearly trying to get Sancho. That didn't work out. So I don't know what you thought by signing Cavani. That would do for the fans. It's not really done anything for us. I mean, he's going to come on as an impact player. If that, yeah. can he hack it in the Premiership? That's still to be seen. But we got to see, isn't it? He could turn out to be a Henrik Larsson or Ibrahimovic, or he could turn out no, to be no, a no, Falcao. No, he no, could. No, he no, could. No. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he will, but yeah. I've got to see it like that. Just, I can't say anything like, until he's kicked the ball. That. Latam, when you signed Latam, what did I say to you? Mm-hmm. He'll do well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been a fan of for years, so I knew he would do well regardless of his age. Henrik Larsson, yeah, he was a good player, but I don't think he made it's that right. much. <laughs> no, 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 no offense, as in what I'm trying to say is that he didn't make that kind of impact at United. Celtic legend did really well at Barcelona, but at that age, he was kind of just back up and probably there to kind of nurture the youngsters coming in at the time as well. But yeah, I think it's a terrible signing, mate. I I think it's literally a panic buy because you couldn't get a big name. So you signed two youngsters. And who was the first? Who, who was the other player that you got? Cavani and who was Tellez. that one? Tellez. Good player. I rate that guy. Yeah, yeah I'm very happy with him. 
because he's probably going to go into the first team. Yeah, you and... hope so. And Brandon Williams gone on loan, hasn't he, to Southampton? Huh? Or did that when... not did that not materialize? No, I don't think so. No, oh, it didn't happen. Okay, fine. So you've got three left backs in the team. Got three left backs, but I think what will happen is that um, Solskjaer will probably go into a three-five-two formation and have oh uh, the way no, no, no. formation is a joke, literally. Well, what? Literally, <laughs> it's mad. But this is this is Solskjaer, though, isn't it? This is Solskjaer. He doesn't know what he's doing, yeah. so he has to do this. Do you see what I'm saying? So we'll push left uh, shore into that. Um, back free and then have the wing backs as tellers and one mm. and then we'll see what he what, what we can do isn't it yeah let's answer uh andrew's question i am andrew lewis what teams will go down and is it early to predict um so we made our predictions uh in our first episode of this season i went for villa west brom and i believe fulham west brom fulham for me definitely hands down May have to think twice about Villa, but mm, I'm going to stick to my guns and let, let that be my prediction. I don't want to change. So what, would, what do you say, Sid, in terms of your predictions? I'm not going to lie. I can't remember who I said, but um, I know <laughs> Aston Villa. So I, I know I said Fulham. I, bet um, um, I don't know. Did I say Burnley? I don't know if I said Burnley. No, you said Sheffield United. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Yes, I, I still think Sheffield United, um, Fulham, and you're right, maybe West Brom, because they're not really providing with anything. I've seen them, and they just look basic. Yeah. I think, yeah, that, that's my three. I know, Villa, no way. I know, I know, but I, I made that prediction before they signed Watkins, and for me, and Barkley as well. Yeah, do you know what? I might have to change, <laughs> I might have to change that, but I'm trying to think who else is doing, because I've been impressed with Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. Do you know what? This it's not a straightforward though. You know, West Ham. Nah. Nah, I don't think they're doing it. To be honest with you, I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Andrew Lewis, but one hundred percent, hands down, they will get relegated. But yeah. for me, it's that but West Ham. I can't see it. West Ham. I think Moyes will do enough to get Moyes them through. Now, mate, he's not coming up anytime soon. So. Mm. They got a good victory the other day. Yeah. So they're so unpredictable. That's 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 the thing with West Ham. You don't know what you're getting. They've got like 10 million wingers in their team, but they never have that attacking player in their squad. So I don't know what's going on with them. But I think look, it's it's quite early, but you know, I think for two of those people or teams, it's obvious. Yeah. Um but the last one I'm not too sure. Yeah, Sid expecting Ole to do anything tactically is ambitious. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> I gotta have hope. I gotta have hope. It's like when Liverpool had these Hodgson's and all of these. Oh, yeah, why I, are you bringing that up for, man? I'm just Come saying, isn't it? Like, it's the same, isn't it? We go through these periods. The content show, yeah. Now you're gonna make me swear now. Right, you had Hodgson, but look where you are now, isn't it? Listen, you know the way, the way I've got my chest up nowadays because Liverpool are doing so well. I've been through those times that you guys are going through, man. I had Hodgson as my manager. Not, not doubting, but listen, we signed people like Koncheski, Polson. Are you crazy? What do you mean? Koncheski? Best left back at the time, bro. Dark times. Koncheski, he was the best. After losing to Northampton in penalties. That, look, look, it sticks in my mind. That's why I can't. Yeah, let's not talk about it. <laughs> we've, we've rattled him, Carl. We've rattled him. One Lawrence K. Thoughts on when the will is taken from Ole. <laughs> My friend, let him go now. I want listen. <laughs> nah, let him go. Long may it continue. What do you mean? Long may it continue. Thoughts on when the will is taken from Ole. Let me answer that for my good friend. I think um there's talk in the, the papers this morning that you know the board are sounding out potch. That is just a dream, but if it's to happen, it needs to happen now. We can't wait till New Year. You're not second then... after transfer deadline day. Come on now. Why not? I, why shouldn't we, though? No, no, no. But why shouldn't we? No, Clearly, we're not backing him. <laughs> no, no. Let's look at it. Let's look at the facts. We're not backing him. 
Because if we were, we would have bought... Come on. You've got Cavani, you've got Tellez, you've got a man like Treori, I don't even know his first name. Um, the, Adama. The <laughs> Uruguay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Van der Beek no. is a good signing, and Tellez is yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, look, I, in a, for me personally, I would yeah. get rid of Ole within the next couple of games because the results aren't going to change. Right? Po- no, it's not. No, get but Poch. do you know what Ole does? When he's under that pressure, yes, yes, he always gets the result. Like, and I'm just like, that. why, my friends? Why? And then everyone's like, oh, he's gonna go on a run. He's done this. I'm like, look, get him out, Lawrence. If he can get sacked before Christmas, I think that will give us a good chance to get top six. Mm. Top six, Fadi said, you really are a top ten team, aren't you? Look, why? I'm not seeing anything different. Oh, no. <laughs> what, what, what do you want me to be? Like, oh, yeah, I love United, so I'm going to talk nonsense. We're a top six club at best at the moment. It's time we face facts. We will get moved to by Everton, Spurs, Arsenal. Uh, sorry, Rob's got a position, LFC 90, Rob. Sheffield, Fulham and Brom. That's a good shout as well, you know? That's a Sheffield, good shout. Fulham, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fulham and West Brom, I think, are hands down. Everyone's going to have that in their team, especially Fulham, bloody are. They make football games like basketball games, like double figures all the time. Crazy, isn't it? They can't defend whatsoever. It's like United, yeah. Oh, it's not not better than Liverpool as well, but yeah, we'll not talk about any further. Uh, Van der Beek, he's even starting. True, he's not starting, but I don't know why he's not starting. I've I've rated him for a long time. I told Sid when you signed him as well that got a good player there, but he's not a player that can play that DM role as well, and. Mm. You've got the beloved Pogba in the team as well. He's not going to be displaced. So that's that's unfortunate for Beek, Van der Beek that he won't get into that team. Me personally, like, not saying I'm a tactician, but I wouldn't play the formation you guys are playing. I would play a diamond, 4-4-2 diamond. So, so, and so have... just re- repeat that again, please, for everyone. Yep. <laughs> a 4-4-2 diamond. Sorry, you okay. Can... All three of them, you mm. guys don't really have wingers in your team. Let's be honest. Rashford's not a winger. Green was mm. not a winger. Oh. Uh, you know, we've got Cavani there who's a striker now. So you've got main strikers there. So that would be my, obviously, I'm not handing my CV out anytime to United. But, you know, that's what I would do if I was United manager. It's, it it, it is, seems quite simple, though, isn't it? You know? Sorry? It seems quite simple, isn't it? When you when you when you think about it, you know, it's it's quite basic common knowledge what needs to be done. Yeah. But yet this anyway, because my girlfriend's Scandinavian, I won't say anything. But this guy from Norway <laughs> is is clearly messing things up for this my beloved team. But anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. Luke Shaw likes a chicken wing or two. Yeah, a bit more than a two, mate. Flipping, oh. <laughs> now, will you? Hello, hello, hello. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, I'm just, I'm surprised by, by you know, that they meant to be fair. But the thing is, you guys don't even have a sporting director. That's another problem there. Hmm. Yeah. I think, um, it's plain to see, you know, what needs to be done yeah. and what we need. You can't ever, ever for me, sorry, everything this guy says is just spot on. You know, you send lawyers to do transfer deals and negotiation. Who who does that? Mad. Who yeah. who even would consider that? Yeah. You know, and then you've got Ed Woodward, finance background, who's just there for the commercial side of things. Is trying to then buy all these players. It's not happening, my friend. It's too much for him. The thing is, he's getting the worst deals as well. It's not like he's doing like the business terms of getting good financial mm-hmm. deals with certain players. Paid a 34-year-old 200 k How much were you lot paying Sanchez? Was it 400 Yeah, I think, yeah, after everything. It's 350 That's mad. It's crazy. 350 That guy literally knew he hit the lot when he joined you guys. <laughs> Literally, he was not even thinking about playing. You he think so? Out. Yeah, because not because I remember when. Um, so when San, when um, what's his name, Suarez left Liverpool, we were mm. quite heavily linked to Sanchez. And mm. one of the reasons why I didn't want to come to Liverpool was because 
of where we're located in the, in the northwest. So you joined Arsenal because it was a London team, which is like fair enough. Because I do see that as being a big factor. You're moving from a different country, you'd want to be in the capital, isn't it? Um, and when it was linked to Manchester, I'm like, yeah, it's definitely for the bag. It's nothing more than that. Yeah, this is the same. It was just like on the on the stretcher, like at the training complex, and I just playing with his dogs at home. He wasn't doing anything. Yeah, I, but I also I don't I don't think he wanted to integrate. He was quite distant. Yeah. Like well, when you I, read I reports, he, heard, he made a comment saying that he wanted to leave on the first day of training. Oh, he's just doing it for clout, my friend. He's talking nonsense. Like he obviously because he, he he flopped and he didn't do well. Of course, he's gonna say that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He's just doing it. No, that one I don't. I didn't buy at all. He needs to relax, man. Like he he flopped. We we didn't contribute, but he didn't bring much to the table either. But he wanted to leave after the first game, my friend. Even at that yeah. point, Man United were better than Arsenal. So don't don't come with that nonsense. Yeah, I feel he flopped in terms of going to United because if he was still at Arsenal, he might have been regarded as like one of their in terms of recent time one of their top players. Yeah. But they, they look at him with disgust now. So he's who is he? Yeah, <laughs> Sasha, who's like, it's just like <laughs> they look at him with disgust. Like, you say that name, it's like you're you know saying something offensive to them, so yeah, it's, mm. not, it's not appreciated. Um, in North London, so yeah, no surprise there. <laughs> but yeah, before we wrap up, we've got to talk about fantasy football. So, how did you do? I did sensational, you know. I think, um, no, I'm joking. I got uh, 79 points. I think Ooh, I'm 27. Yeah, I think I'm 27th now. So, um, that one week I didn't update messed me up, man. But, um, yeah, yeah, props to you, Oz, man. You're, you're doing the business, man. Yeah. Top three, top three, yeah, top three. I didn't have the best of you. Oh, it was, was kind of difficult for me because I have so many injured players. So, mine mm. got unfortunately, um, has COVID. So, that was announced on the Friday evening, so I couldn't really do much in terms of my team. I'm more focused on fantasy football than actual real life here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's one of, yeah, I'm doing quite well to be fair. But there's another young man who I know. He's my cousin, Umair Rahman. He was manager of the week. He got 88 points. So he had a phenomenal week. So well done, Umair. Very well done. Yeah, so if you haven't joined our league, uh, I believe if you've seen the team before, this will remain uh, as normal. So if you'd like to join our league, it's here is the code. So I'll let you take a screenshot, do what you need to do. Um, and join the final. We've said that the winner will receive a special prize. I won't reveal what the special prize is, but it's definitely worth getting involved. So uh, join in the fun, have a little bit of banter about it as well. Feel free to comment and uh, DM us on uh, Instagram as well. Um, if you want some tips, Alex said, you know, Sid's doing quite well as well, so he might give you some pointers on who to get next week as well. Come to me, come to me. <laughs> yeah, that wraps us up for today. Uh, so thank you for everyone joining um, our first live episode. So we're quite proud of this uh, occasion as well. Um, so don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll be back next week, hopefully, same time, same place, Tuesday at 8, 8 p.m. Exactly. So. Yep. That's good. That's good, guys. Thank you very much.